my hat off so we can have a bedhead episode. Oh, yeah, bedhead all day, man. Dead hair episode. I literally woke up, made some coffee, started installing Destiny, and... Is that is that today? No, that's been out. It's been out a couple days, but... Yeah, I have no interest, because the first one completely destroyed my ability to enjoy it. People are raving about the second one, though. Are they? Yeah, I think it's because they finally, like, they told, like, last-gen consoles to basically fuck off. So, like, this they is... should have done that with the last one. I, I agree one million percent. Um, so this is basically like, it's, it sucks cause it's kind of a step back. Like this is the destiny they should have gotten before destiny two. So in a way it's basically destiny one after destiny. But... Eh, I know what you mean. This is, this is the real, yeah, this is, this point. is like the real step forward. So that's like, so fuck. Cause like with every expansion that they came out with for the first one, they were like, this is it guys. This yeah. is really the game. Yeah, and now Destiny Two came out, and they're like, "No, for real, we mean it this time." It was, there's a, there's it's a number super of annoying to, especially know the backstory of Destiny because like each DLC they came out with, you're like, "Yeah, but that was in the first game originally." Like you're just giving me what they originally planned and scrapped, and now I have to pay for it. So like, not well handled by Bungie, but whatever. Yeah, could be that's, worse. That's why I kind of fell off of that. Could be uh, could be what Injustice is going through right now. When, what tons of DLC? People are not pleased with Injustice. In a shocking twist, uh, Nether Realm just keeps including Mortal Kombat characters in their game, and well, people are like, "Hey, this is a DC fighting game. Please stop including Mortal Kombat characters." <laughs> Before it becomes yeah. uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat, too. pretty much. I think Raiden's coming out next, and everyone's like, "All right, enough. Like, please stop." It was like it was fun when they. Sub Zero was the first one, right? Sub Zero was the first one. They got a lot yeah, of flack. Was, that was fun. Well, the, last, then, like, the first, the first Injustice, I, I distinctly remember this. They did Scorpion. Only they did Scorpion in a way that he was literally unbeatable. Like he was the best character in the game. <laughs> and then everyone's well, well, like, then. everyone's like, wow, who could have saw that one coming? Like, <laughs> and then so then they kept doing it. They're like, guys, for real, please, this isn't cool. And so. And now they have, like, these, like, legendary, um, I guess you could call it, like, gear, but, like, the requirements for them are, like, legitimately batshit insane, to the point where people are like, Netherrealm, what the fuck, and Netherrealm's like, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> well then. Yeah, so, turns out running a AAA game isn't easy as it looks. Actually, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure what happens is like the guys who are in charge of these decisions get in a boardroom and they don't read the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Make these decisions. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, or they do read the internet and they're like, these people don't know what they're talking about. Let's just they're like some idiot. Who who cares if they're the ones spending their money? Yeah, some idiot's gonna buy it anyway. So yeah, well that's 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 half the problem. Somebody's gonna buy it anyway. Yeah, which is how you end up with the Taken King and then Destiny Two. Less than a year after, less than a year apart, uh, right? Less than a year? Taking no, I would say uh, maybe it's probably around. Wasn't Taking King like last December? No, Taking so Taking King wasn't the last DLC. It was uh, Rise of Iron, and I think oh, that right, was. Right. right about that one. Yeah, I think that's about a year away. That's about a year off from this. So you're not wrong, just wrong DLC. But. Yeah, no. But Bungie is like such a shell of what they used to be. It really bothers me. I was thinking about this recently because I, I, I kind of like dove deep into Wikipedia one day. You know, when you just kind of wonder how you got, oh, yeah. where you got from yeah. where you started. I ended up on a uh, Marty O'Donnell's uh, wiki page. What is he doing now? He started his own game studio, which is like the most spiteful thing I've ever heard in my life. Because he's he's. He really is just a composer. Yeah, I was going to say, what experience does he have? None. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah, but that seems like a healthy way to get back at Bungie. The, the, the story kind of came out, though, like what happened there. and <laughs> That would be like getting fired from Nike and then launching a shoe company. <laughs> like, I'm going to take down <laughs> Nike. Like, I don't think you are, but <laughs> more power to you, man. Well, here's the thing. like All the people that made Bungie successful aren't there anymore. They're gone. Yeah, they went over like a they're all, major... They're either at 343 or they're at various other Well, 343 is what spun out of them, right? After like the whole Halo thing? Yeah. yeah. And, but the thing is, the, the parts are not the sum of their whole. To kind of take a, an old yeah. thing and rearrange it for this. Um, like just poaching singular guys from Bungie. Yeah. 
was like none of them are, are the Bill Belichick coaching tree. Like you're not gonna like take one and then build your own superstar staff out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he apparently what Activision did was in order to cut costs on the Destiny series, they knew that Destiny was gonna run for at least ten years. So that's their plan. Look, roll your eyes all you want. <laughs> ten years. Uh, that, that's that's what that's what they're going for. They're going for a ten year franchise here. Um. So they asked Marty uh, from the very beginning. Can you work on a volume of music that would carry us through the bulk of these 10 years? And then we would just ask you to, to do little pieces for, like, very specific events in the game. Boy, as, that's, as some, this, that's some long-term planning there. So, well, he, he was intrigued by it. He really liked the idea. He was like, yeah, let's fucking do this. He got Paul McCartney of Beatles fame. Uh, I've never heard of him. To, I'm sorry, very... They're like an indie band. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. Are super into it. Some of our listeners know what's up. Yeah, okay. So he got he got Paul McCartney to come in and help him with orchestrating this massive collection of music. Really? That he created. He did the whole thing. It was finished. For Destiny? Yeah. And then three months or something like that before the game was supposed to come out, Activision came to him and they were like, we're not going to do this. We're just going to use stock music and license tracks. Ooh. And that, that was like the beginning. He was furious. And that was like the beginning of the yeah, not but a like great he, move. he started acting out, and they started, you know, retaliating against him in, in like petty little office politic ways, and uh, that was it. Yikes! That's the book. Yeah. Yikes! I always wanted to know what the story was there. Now that I know, I'm a little sadder. Yeah. Yikes! That's not good. No, no, it's not. But that, he's he's really upset that he finished this entire thing. And it's never going to see the light of day. I was going to say, well, now he's got music for ten years. He can just listen to. He can he he can just listen to it. That's it. Yeah. Provided that he actually took a copy out of the office with him. I'm sure shit would have. I would have too. Oh, and I would have been like, oh man, how did this end up on the internet? Yeah. Oh, how did <laughs> that leak? The source is my local public library. That's Awkward. Weird. But hey, it's ten music, ten years of music. Yes. Wow, that's pretty ambitious. Good for him for actually yeah. coming through and doing it too. Didn't think. Yeah, no, he was he was pumped about it. Apparently, like he he did a lot of work, finished the whole goddamn thing, and just and we'll probably all be dead in ten years. So even if the music sucks, like <laughs> who, who's going to criticize him? It's true. We're all going to get on you, Marty. In a nuclear hurricane fallout. Has his company like made a game yet? <laughs> no, I don't even think they they've. I don't even think they're fully staffed. Yikes. Boy, that I, I didn't really look that deeply into it. I was just like, "Oh man, Marty, that sounds like that sounds yes. desperate." I hope he produces a game called Balo. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, man, Marty, what are you doing?" It should be called Balo of Destiny. Balo, Balo of Mestiny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play that game. Like, of all the things to do, like you're just you're not going to win that fight. Like, no, uh, no, like, you're, not, you're not. Like, why that hill? Why would you die on that hill? Just move on. I don't know. That's like. That's like me being like, hey, you know what? Optimum sucks. I'm going to start my own cable company. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... Like, wow, good luck, you, Bobby. What are you thinking, man? Like, didn't anyone advise him? and be like, Marty, that's probably not a great idea. I, look, I don't know. Like, We're going to do it. They fired me. <laughs> that would be like if... Uh, who was the guy... That invented Batman. Oh, that they uh, like Bob Kane history. and Bill Finger. Yeah, Bill Bob, Finger. Bob Kane's fucking over Bill Finger. Yeah, that would be like if Bill Finger went out and made like the Grey Ghost. Yeah, he made Glatman. <laughs> no, it's Gatman. Gatman he runs around. He, he runs made around Gatman. Runs. Yeah, just pulls a gun. <laughs> his parents were killed, and in retaliation, he picked up his own gun. It's actually a story about a bat whose parents were killed by a mugger, and he became a man. I uh, can't even use that because Man, Man Bat's a real character. I can't even use that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, fuck it. I would, I would do that. It's a tough world, tough world they live in. Oh, man. Did you see, uh, so I don't know why we, uh, we started off in video games, but did you see that uh, apparently Bethesda's next like open world RPG MMO thing is going to be uh, Game of Thrones? No. Yes. I play the fuck out of that. Yeah, it's like the the hot rumor. And I think it's like I think they like more or less like subtly confirmed it, but yeah, apparently like that's that's where they're going is like Westeros. 
I haven't even played a ton of Bethesda games, but I gotta be honest. Do you know how many people just... would choose Bastard as, like, lineage? Like, they're just like, Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no parents in game in this, <laughs> this world. In Westeros. Yeah. Everyone's just abandoning their babies everywhere. Yeah. Everyone will be the prince that was promised. <laughs> oh, man. That's shit. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you just, I hope you realize that you just sentenced, like, 40 months of my life to death. I mean, I play the shit out of it, but yeah. I mean, my my poor child is going to be a bastard now. Not, not. <laughs> I'm not I'm not raising that fucking thing if there's a Bethesda Game of Thrones no. thing out there. I wonder what the white suburbia bastard name would be. Uh, soccer probably be Civic. Oh, Civic, that's good. <laughs> I like soccer. No, that soccer's nice. I'm John Soccer. <laughs> Cold as Something me and Brian were talking about was like. How he is, uh, he, everyone talks about him like he's the best swordsman, but all we've ever seen him do is fall on his ass. He's essentially the Iron Fist. Oh yeah, he's lost the like Game every, of Thrones. He's lost like Everyone talks battle. about how he's, he's the absolute greatest, yeah. but we've never seen him like handily win a sword fight. Uh, I mean, he, I think he's like all-time leader in White Walker kills right now. He's at the top of the list. But th- does that really count for much? Because he's also the one that's, you have to like, uh... You'd have to do a pair encounter because he's the one that's seen them the most. Yeah. I mean, Sam Tarly's got a kill under his belt, too. So I guess that really kind of lowers the respect of a White Walker kill. That kind of does ruin it a little. Um, oh, that was kind of a shit walker, wasn't it? It was like the, the standard horror movie trope walker. Yeah, I guess. And he stabbed him, slow in, the, moving he stabbed him in the back, too, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty much lost every battle he's fought. Like I, I can't yeah. think of like he beat the shit out of Ramsey, but like, I mean that was pretty badass because he kept he killed, catching he killed arrows. That one like long haired White Walker. Oh, at Hardhome. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good up. fight. Yeah, I guess he won that. Uh, but again, like, no one probably saw that. He could, he probably got on the boat. Was like, man, you guys see me kill that White Walker? Everyone's like, oh yeah, sure, John. Like, like what in the burning building where none of us yeah, were? Yeah, like, no, sure, you did, did a great that. job, man. He's like, it was crazy. <laughs> that guy was like, wah, and I was like, wah. <laughs> like, no, we just watched them all. All the White Walkers, they're like, uh, they're just mindless zombies, yeah, they're man. They're pretty there, easy to chop down. He's like, it was crazy. <laughs> I should be king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest swordsman who ever lived. You know that. Right? I mean, yeah, they definitely, they definitely hyped him up. Uh, yeah, because like, never... I mean, he could. Beat probably anyone left. He definitely could definitely be Jamie. Well, that's the thing. Right-handed Jamie, it really is the greatest swordsman. But we don't we don't have a right-handed Jamie anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, no, because ja- again, as someone who's binge watched the whole thing, Jamie says when he's when he had his hand, there was only three people who could beat him, and I think he says one of them was uh, Barrister, Sir Barrister, and like, but he's dead. And I don't know who the other two he said were. I think he hinted that Ned Stark could beat him, but then, like, he got, like, cheated out of that by the spear. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, John's kind of living on, uh, living on hype right now. Word. It's you, all, it's all word of mouth. Yeah, pretty much. And, and he, I think they, I said, what I think is that they, uh, casted Kit Harrington, and then they brought him to, like, sword school to teach him how to, yeah. to and they were like, oh, he's Yikes. he's not very good, guys. I think that most of his shit should happen off screen. <laughs> Let's just tell the tales. Yeah. We were, we were handing out uh, Olympic gold medals for Game of Thrones Season 7. And we gave uh, fencing to Arya. And then we started down the line of like, all right, well, who could beat Arya in a sword fight? And the only people we could come up with were right-handed Jamie Lannister, possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Or... Um, by word of mouth, Jon Snow, but nothing that we've actually seen. Jon Snow. I think Br- Brienne of Tarth could probably get her. I don't think so. That was my thing. I think if she, if Brienne can't beat her, then by math you have to say the Hound can't beat her. The Hound can't beat her, then. If because you're going to take away Brienne, you got to take away the Hound. Uh, yeah, I guess. that's. Yeah, I mean, Arya's setting up to be pretty much the GOAT right now, which is kind of annoying. Yep. I feel like now Bronn, Bronn would get her, because Bronn would do something dirty. Oh, good point. Braun would like throw. Uh, he would throw some sand in her. Yeah, he would, he would pocket sand her real hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would definitely beat. Jan- he would definitely beat John because again, he would do something dirty, and John would be like, "That's not my honor." <laughs> or, like, he would be killed immediately. <laughs> again, um, again. 
Yeah. And then he, he just gets he just get brought back to life, and he would bang another family. Yeah. Member. I gotta say, like Braun, not for skill, but Braun just because he would like outfox someone. He would pause. like. Yep. Pause, baby. Megan, you out there? This is what happens, kids. Always wear protection. Now look at this. Now we're just sitting in silence. Probably because the baby's running around. Round, round, get around, I get around. So. This is all good stuff. I hope you keep this, Bobby. This is real good. Ah, boy. There's like this giant green blob on the screen for Destiny 2, and I'm pretty sure we have to kill it. I'm going to kill it either way. I'm going to shoot it right in the face and see what happens. It's 10.02 on a Sunday morning. Oh, shit. Be cool. Be cool. Bobby's coming. Have fun. I'll see you later. Toss your weed. Yep. Laundry. Can't forget the laundry. Bobby's gained a child. I don't want to alarm you, Bobby. Yeah. Just some kind of growth. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, yikes. It looks like a tiny me. Yikes. Look at that. Look She's at got this. a full head of hair already. I know. Wow. That's parenting right there. Well, I mean, I wouldn't care if it wasn't for the fact she was just screaming for that's, it. That's Westeros parenting right there. <laughs> Westeros parenting would be if I gave her to a white walker and just been like, see ya. Yeah, that fucking craster, man. What a guy. How much out. bigger do you think that army actually became from babies? I mean, they they probably got at least seven or eight wa- white walkers from him. I don't think that's a lot in the grand scheme. Yeah, but like then they can turn zombies, so I guess that's like, you know, a couple thousand maybe? I don't know. All right. The logic of Game of Thrones as we steer towards the end is kind of skewing towards... <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, when your only major death in the finale is Peter Baelish. Oh, what a terrible... Like, I I liked where they got at the end. I hated how they got there. It was, like, just pure nonsense. Again, the destination is ordained by George R.R. Martin. Yeah. The journey is now being... It's not great. ...scripted by people who are not on his level. Yeah. So, the problem. It's not great. It's not a great no, look. No, it's really not. Uh, I, I, sa- I said it. I said it to you in our chat, and I'll say it on the show right now. Jamie should have died in that scenario. I, Jamie should have died when... Jamie should have died three uh, times over the series. Him. Yeah. Because it would have been the perfect unexpected death for his character arc. Mm-hmm. He would have fulfilled his, his quest for honor, and we would have had a scenario where Cersei killed the brother that she claimed to love yep. while leaving the brother that she hates alive in very similar situations. I, I wouldn't hate it. I would not have hated it. I thought the finale was the best episode of the series, of a, of a very bad season. Um, series or season? Season, season. Okay. Sorry, um, I just want to make sure we kind of Yeah, it kind of redeemed, I wouldn't say it redeemed, but it was a very classic Game of Thrones episode in a season that was anything but that. Um, and I don't think we're going to get much more of those left. Who's, uh, who's CG dragon riding is worse, Night King or Daenerys? Oh, Night King's was horrible. <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad, huh? Yeah. I, I, I give that to him because mostly I feel like uh, Amelia Clark has kind of, like, gotten the the grip of, like, pseudo-riding a dragon. And he's yeah. just like... Well, I'm, I'm speaking specifically about that, uh, that pit uh, saving. Oh, it was the, a shoot. Uh, yeah, that was an awkward scene. Yeah. Uh, like, which one was worse? The Night King looks so stiff on there that I was like, man, this is... Yeah, but the, I mean, the dra- her, Drogon saving her in the pit was was pretty horrendous. <laughs> uh, yikes. <laughs> I don't know, that's tough. Because I feel like, I'm going to give it to Daenerys then, because like the rest of that wall coming down scene looked really good. But okay, the, rest of, like, Daenerys's, the rest of Daenerys' scene did not look good. But that was a that it's, see the thing with the wall coming down too. That was another missed opportunity because uh, what's his face should have died. Uh, Tor- Tormund and Beric. Tormund, yeah, yeah. Tormund should have died there, man. He was at the top again, of the wall. Tormund like, should have died. About- three times over this season, like so many times they bring people to the brink of death and they're like, ha ha, no chance. Yep. So yep. I guess they're setting it up for a big, big massacre in season eight, but it's not. It's just like, you know, 
We'll see. I don't know. I don't think Daenerys or John dies. I think I think that they're going to carry them into the end. I think Arya. I would be. I think Arya's going to die. Really? Yeah. My 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 wow. prediction for season eight is that they're going to set up this Arya assassinates the Night King thing, and she's going to like get in there and get up to him and get him with the dagger. But she's going to find out that like Valerian Steel doesn't kill the Night King. And the Night King's gonna be like, shit. she's gonna be like, oh, you dumb motherfucker, and like, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna kill the shit out of Arya, and everyone's gonna be like, oh, fuck. And bring her back? Oh, that'd be even more dope. Yeah, and then you gotta have a Brienne Hound tag team. Gotta, yeah, and, that, and they even allude to it, because the Hound's like, it's not gonna be me that gets in her way, and then the Hound's gonna shit. have to get in her way. <laughs> Yeah, we just oh it. fuck! But it's gonna be like Lightbringer. Yeah, so uh, only Lightbringer. Hound. Only Lightbringer can. Oh fuck that! Uh, Brian just probably came somewhere. <laughs> but like Brian. Lightbringer is the only thing that can kill the Night King. So like they'll have to like. Someone said it. I don't know if maybe one of you guys said it or someone at work. I get everyone's theories so crossed now. But someone's theory is that Daenerys is gonna make Daenerys has Lightbringer, and that Lightbringer is Drogon. And that, like, it's not, it doesn't have to be a flaming sword, metaphorically. It just has to bring the light, and that Drogon is really her sword. And I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of like that. It's not bad. Uh, that seems a little, that seems like a little much to me. Uh, whatever. I, I'm not getting Ghost, so I might as well just reach for something else at this point in life. <laughs> what would you do if, like, Ghost was Lightbringer? I'd fucking scream my head off and be so happy. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, apparently the showrunners have come out and already said that it's not a problem of the budget for for the Dire Wolves. It's that they can't get them to look right. What the fuck like, does that mean? Like, they just can't get them to pass out of that, like, uncanny valley where, like, your eye just doesn't acknowledge that a wolf could be that big. Dude, come on. And, like, that's apparently, apparently Nymeria, when, when Arya meets Nymeria, that's just a regular wolf that they, like, they... They blocked the scene in a way that she looks much bigger. So that they didn't oh, they did, like, the Lord of the Rings thing? Yeah. And they're like, well, that's how we did that, but, like, we can't do that for every episode. I'm like, yeah, but, Dude, like, that's fucking dumb. On. You had a blue but fucking But you could do dragon. dragons. The dragons Yeah, you had a dragon tear down a wall. Yeah. Or you can do a wolf. Yeah, but the wolf can't pass your uncanny valley test. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah, fuck off. That's, that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to say. Awful. Awful excuse. So. Apparently, they're, the dire wolves are a lot more important than the folks. Yes. They still all die, but... Yes, they're, they're I, st- uh, I just started reading A Song of Ice and Fire, and... Oh, uh, did you really? You're yeah. a brave man. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough slog. Uh, so, my my wife is one of those people who reads... Oh, hold on. Like, Someone's at the door. She, she... You gotta go? I'll be right back. Right. So, Greg gives you guys single-person monologues. This time, I'm gonna do a single-person monologue. I'm gonna talk about babies of Game of Thrones as I feed my baby because I literally don't know what else to talk about. Or I could talk about let's let's rank the direwolves. Let's rank direwolf death. Let's start with Rob Starks because he went out like a bitch. He got caged up, couldn't defend himself, like 90 swords stabbing him. It was kind of shitty. Felt really bad, but you know, what are you going to do? Next up, let's say uh Say theons. Oh, my baby doesn't want to. Oh, baby. Oh, hello, baby. Oh, baby. All right. God, suburbia. People just show up to your door. God. <laughs> what, Jehovah's Witnesses? Uh, no, man. One of my wife's friends tried a key to her parents. They just dropped it off. I started ranking direwolf deaths while you were gone, but then That's she fair. started fussing, so I had to stop. Uh, All I said was Rob Starks went out like a bitch, and then the next next one up was Theon, and then she started. Oh uh, man, Rob's Rob's wolf is a boss in the books. Anyway, my uh, my what I was gonna say was my wife is one of those people who like reads. She ripped through like four hundred pages in like two days. It's tough. She's like she's just like that. So we started watching Game of Thrones many years ago. So she was like, I'm gonna read these books, and she got like halfway through the third one, which was like I couldn't do it anymore. She said it was just so thick. The names were really hard to follow. Yep. And the family lineage was just like it was just way too dense. She couldn't keep track anymore. If you take it at, like, face value, like, Game of Thrones, the first five seasons, did a real good job of, like, paring down what was important versus what wasn't important, and it worked. And, like, from what I've read so far, it's, like, he just goes off on, like, fucking tangents, and you're like, okay, (laughs) don't care. So. Yeah. I read American Psycho once, and, like. Just like that, yeah. 
there were entire chapters that were just like commentary on fashion. Like, I've heard that book is real tough to get through. But I just I would skip those chapters. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, just go to the killing. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't just like there was a lot of other stuff in there. Like it was actually a really good book. But, yeah. There were just these. Yeah. It's funny because like the book, uh, the book super highlights that Rob like Rob is just not an important character. Like he's he's never a POV character in any of the chapters. And, like, wow. you only see Rob through his, like, sibling's eyes and his mother's eyes. And then, like, eventually... So, in the book, you know he's not. Yeah, and apparently George Martin, like, planned that from the beginning. Like, he knew he wanted to kill Rob. Like, he wanted to set it up as Ned was the hero and, like, the Starks were the good guys. And then he just wanted to kill Ned. And then, like, he wanted to set up a story of, like, Rob redeeming the North, only to kill Rob and, like, change everyone's theory on that. So That, uh, that reminds me. So, I, I read a good... Prince that was promised theory, or I should say watch. I watched a video on it. Uh, yeah. Good Prince that was promised theory uh, this week, and apparently George R. R. Martin has said before he started writing Game of Thrones that he was always fascinated with uh-huh. the idea of ooh that was disgusting. Uh, that he was always fascinated with the idea of a story where the hero dies before the story even starts, ooh. and a lot of people have said oh. Well, that's obviously Ned Stark because they they set you up like Ned to Stark. die in the in the beginning. And only to get his head cut off. Uh, but I read a theory that said, well, what if the prince that was promised was actually Rhaegar Targaryen the whole time? And he's dead before this story, story even picks up. It's... And we find out in the very end that they can't kill the Night King because the dude they need to do it is gone. Gone. It's and possible. Killed, by, I don't... Killed, killed in Robert's Rebellion. I don't hate that theory either. And yeah, Robert killed him and like yeah. fucked everyone over. I wouldn't hate that at all. Yep, that means the seven the seven kingdoms were doomed because Robert couldn't let Lyanna Stark go. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm but, okay like apparently, with that. like there's a whole history there where Rhaegar found out about the the prince that was promised and he became obsessed with. Yes, he was that. he was obsessed with prophecy and like all this other like blah 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 stuff. But yeah, yeah, I I'm, I don't mind that at all. I would be okay with that. Like shit, like you imagine you get to the very end and you're just like, well. Fuck. I mean, the show <laughs> the show definitely won't do that, <laughs> but the books no. probably will. I can no. I can live with that. The show doesn't have the balls, but I mean, it's interesting because I think I don't know if it was he told George told the showrunners at the point, but like in the very beginning when everyone was still in play and like everyone thought Ned was like the focus of the show, he was like, "No, the story's about Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, and like it's always been about them." So we'll see where they go, but. It led to epic boat sex, so... Boat sex! Got that going for us. I actually came to kind of like the two of them together. They have good... They, they seem to play well off each other, so... I don't... Despite the incest. Yeah, you know. Incest is in best. In- <laughs> like the best cest. Yeah. So... Made more sense than whatever the fuck was happening in Winterfell, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that shit was fucking cuckoo bananas. You know what? The Part of the thing that bothered me about Littlefinger dying, too, is it made me kind of realize this whole season, I couldn't think of a single bad thing that happened to a good person. Like, yeah. bad things just happen to bad people. Yeah. As, like, retribution or comeuppance or whatever, what have you. But, like, there wasn't any scenario where, like, yeah, wow, like, that person didn't. And I think that, it's, I it's, think it's that world. steady skew into generic fantasy where, like, you know, Aragorn always wins despite the odds. Like, that's yeah. that's where they're headed at this point. And I, I guess you could say that's what it has to become because it's going to be all-out war. But, like, I don't know. No, but, sh- more, but Martin has said that, like, it, it's part of the reason he writes the way he writes because it's very disingenuous to see only bad things happen to bad people. Yeah. Like, in, in war, like, bad shit happens to good people all the time, and that's yep. why it's so horrible. And, like, it's it's not... It's disingenuous to show it any other way. Supposedly, later on... I mean, I haven't gotten very far in the book, but, like, supposedly later on in the series, he does fall into those tropes. Like, John is... John has come close to dying, like, several times. Uh, and, like, George doesn't kill him. And, like, a lot of characters do that, like, twist, or, like, they could die, and George just hasn't killed them yet. And, like... He keeps, like, twisting the knife on people, like, and subverting that, like, oh, no one is safe thing, and is, like, giving people a lot of plot armor. It's not as bad as it is in the show right now, but apparently that's a big criticism of his, that, like, his later books, and probably as he's gotten later on in life, he's just like, oh, yeah, this is gonna happen now. So, who knows? I just, I think he's, like, over it. 
I think he is too. Over the whole, I, I think he's. I think he's over it. I think the showrunners are over the show. I think everyone's over it, except the people watching. Except the people watching. <laughs> we'll be like uh, the people at this point. Like they should just outsource the writing to the fans. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, it would That's just the be, most. It would be five episodes writing. of boat sex. <laughs> While Jorah like listened to My Chemical Romance and killed himself. <laughs> Poor Jorah. Actually, I don't feel bad for him at all. I don't feel bad for him at all. Son of a bitch. Fucking weirdo. He's a here's, fucking the thing, here's the thing about the timeline that bothers me, though. Like, shouldn't Daenerys be, like, ten years older than Jon? Apparently not. Like, I mean, she if she was, like, a... Yeah, man, that's tough. No, because the Mad King was still alive before Rhaegar died. The Mad King was still alive. All so right. she technically could have been born around the same time as Jon. And just, like, whisked away before they killed him. Okay. Yeah, they don't explain it. But you know what? Familia Clark was my aunt. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? what sh- you were about to throw some shade at Brian before the show started. What were you going to say? Oh, shit. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. If we were going to do a Summer Disappointments episode, we really needed him here to be like the eternal optimist. I said, I will never, ever, ever get on board with the point that he made in our Guardians Volume 2 episode where he said he put Guardians in his top three comic book movies ever. Yikes. Two? Guardians Volume 2. I said, top three ever. And I don't remember what the list was, because I asked him to name all three. But, like, it didn't include, like, The Dark Knight. And I was just like, how? How? It was Brian. It was Ant-Man. It was Guardians <laughs> 2. And it was Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. What was your biggest disappointment this summer? Because Guardians Volume 2 is mine. <sighs> My biggest Hands disappointment... Down. That's tough. I would say I shouldn't. Um, yeah, I gotta go. Guardians. Yeah, I think that's. Right? I think that's the biggest point because everything else was really good. Everything we else expected so much more. Yeah, everything else wasn't really good. There was a lot of shit this summer. What was bad? I can't think of. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh well, I'm talking like. I mean, those were obviously well, in terms of things we saw. Yeah. I guess there, I guess there wasn't much, but I didn't really see a lot. Like summer. Homecoming was was, was perfectly passable. It was a yeah. perfect. It was like. It was like, uh, I don't even know the name of it. It's, it's what the was the name of the newest Star Wars? <laughs> Rogue One? No, the one before that one. New Hope? New Hope. No, not no. New Hope. <laughs> I can't even think of it. <laughs> Brian is having a stroke yeah, Brian's going to murder us. Um, uh, what the fuck was the name of it? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. That's basically what Homecoming was. Like, it was like a super acceptable oh, entry man. point to what everyone has already seen and known. Uh, sure. Yes. I mean, there were, there were a lot of great things in that movie. It, it's, it's definitely the second best Spider-Man movie, in my opinion. Spider-Man 2 is still yeah, still tops. I think Spider... I would say it's top three, because I really like... I like Spider-Man 2, but then I really, 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 really like Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man. I love it. The first one with Green Goblin. I oh, you love have a, it. You have a soft spot it. for that Green Goblin. I love fine. it. I love the whole thing. Yeah, Spider Man Two, then Spider Man, and then Homecoming for me. It's so good. It's so good, uh, dude. I yeah, don't man, know what other movie can boast uh, Macho Spider-Man, Man and Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Spider Man is Spider Man Two is easily number one for me. It's it's the number one. It's it is really good. Mind. It's had the best. Um, the I put Homecoming and the first Spider Man more or less on the same level when I walked out. Okay, I can live with that. I, I, like, depending on what day you ask me, you'll get a different answer. Which one of them is number two? That's fair. I mean, none of them were ever as good as Baby Driver, so we, everyone gets I thrown mean, out the window right there. I still haven't seen it. I'll get there. Um, um, I, I think one of the biggest disappointments in Homecoming for me was not seeing the Iron Spider suit behind that door at the end. Yeah, that would have made more sense to me, too. Yeah, it, but they really wanted to just make their own suit. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, as and we saw the concept art... That showed it would it could have been the Superior Spider-Man suit, yeah, and that would have been cool fan service, but doesn't really make much sense in terms of the, the story and like what's going on right there. Thematically, uh, the Iron Spider suit probably would have made the most sense. Yeah, and I would have really liked it, but it would have been cool to see in Infinity War. You know, it could have been a throwaway; you could have never seen it again afterwards. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but whatever. I mean, it was it was still it was a very there were a lot of things that were more Spider-Man. Than any Spider-Man movie that came before it, you know, like things like him pulling Vulture out of the the flaming wreckage at the yeah, and then running in there to grab him. Uh, yeah, 
his his relationship with not ganky. Uh, it was ganky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the like I I did like Aunt May finding out at the very end. I like it she too. Always she always finds out in the books. In yeah. the books, she always says like, "Look, I I'm not retarded. I know you're Spider Man." Yeah, like I'm not. Like, an I think idiot, it, at one point, she actually tells him like, "I just didn't tell you I knew because I didn't want you like freaking out about it." Yeah. Plus, it had Hannibal Burris. And I'm always, I am always in on Hannibal Burris. That's always uh, in there. And Martin Starr, two two of my favorite uh, That's right. actors. These guys were killing it. Yeah, they brought it, and and Chris Evans was clearly having fun. Oh yeah, best best you know, post credit scene I've ever seen. The the tongue in cheek, like, why are you guys still waiting till the end for this nonsense? I love the Captain America fitness videos. I feel like those should be <laughs> those should be required viewing in every every middle school now. It should be real. Yeah, make it real. Uh, what else? Um, Wonder Woman was obviously incredible. Um, yeah. Way, way better than I think we anticipated. Yeah, I think I, I knew I, w- I thought it was going to be bad. I think I was Ryan was the only one that was on the, on the hype he train was, from the very first trailer. He yeah. was like, "This is it, baby. This is going to be the one." To his credit, he did. He picked it. Um, got it. I guess that was really. I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty decent. Like you wanted, you wanted to talk summer disappointments, and you don't have a whole lot. I of can't think. Of, like, yeah, around. basically, Guardians, really. All right. I mean, Baby Driver was just so incredible. It was really hard to... Uh, you forgot everything else. I forgot everything else. So, there's still time, though. Thor is November. Who's your Who's your king of the summer? Who's your king of the north? Baby Driver. Baby Driver? <laughs> I can watch it a thousand times over. Yeah, I didn't see it yet, so I can't. So good. Oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time... Because I know recency bias is a thing. Like, the more the most recent thing you saw is, is the best thing ever. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where Logan should fit into the picture. Because I don't want to forget the incredible high I was on um, after I left the theater on that one. I would put it uh, above it's Homecoming, but below Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yeah. Because for me, it's either Logan or Wonder Woman. And part of that, I don't want recency bias to be the reason why I pick Wonder Woman. Yeah. But they were both good. They are both really good for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. They're very different movies. Yeah. That's that's part of the... Re- and I knew this was going to be an issue. Was, like, the next day after I saw Logan, I was like... It's going to be so wildly different from everything else. Yeah, I mean the same thing happened with Deadpool the year before. Like it was so different yeah. from everything else, and people forgot about it. But yeah, it came out in fucking February. Yeah, no, I re- it wasn't you're even, right. It wasn't I, even a summer movie. I really liked Logan. Um, shit, that's tough. That's a hard one. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Do you think Thor? Where do you think Thor will end up? Gun, gun to your head, though. Gun to my head. Uh, Wonder Woman. I think she just had more fun. Um. Even though I really liked where Logan left me in a, an emotional state, <laughs> Wonder Woman was just like, "I'm gonna fucking do the damn thing, and we're just gonna, yeah. we're just gonna have a blast." See, here's the thing: the best part about Logan was the end. Yeah. The best part about Wonder Woman was everything that led up to the end. Yeah. Plus, like... Because that CG fight, like, that, that battle... Like, I get it. It was supposed to be, like... It, was it wasn't a, supposed to be taken literally. It was, it was like, was, a, a little bit of a cop-out. Yeah. I agree. So, like, I don't... Uh, that that last fight scene really didn't do it for me. Uh, whereas Logan, the last fight scene is everything you wanted for almost 20 years now. You've been waiting for that scene. Just... Logan hacking himself to pieces. Not only that, but being the scariest fucking thing you've ever seen on screen in your life. Yeah. When, he, when Hugh Jackman's barreling through those woods and grunting and shit, holy crap, dude. Yeah, he's like, an angry guy. Yeah, I was watching, I was like, well, anyone in a 10-mile radius is dead. I thought it was a little bit of a cop-out that they like, just were like, oh, let's give him this serum, and that'll make him good. Because like, like, for so long, we never really saw like what his... like berserker rage could do and like i feel like that would have been the perfect time to be like here it is like yeah they didn't like they didn't need that that was that was a weird plot device all right yeah yeah, fuck it i'll give it to wonder woman for having more uh overall minutes of enjoyment i mean that trench scene alone yep almost didn't even make it into the movie almost these are the the people that are making these movies nights people that didn't want that trench scene they didn't think it made sense nights watch diana prince climbing out of the fucking trench (laughs) and, and making her way 
For the watch. For the watch. She would have fucked that giant up in the tunnel. <laughs> oh my. That's, oh boy. I don't think Yikes. I don't think that's the way it was. <laughs> that's for Wonder Woman After Dark. But Wonder Woman After Dark. Plus I now that, that now that I've seen that girl in the cosplay, oh, the I, cosplay? I can't think of anything else. Does she have a name? Like she's just some like fitness. I don't even remember. She's like a, just like a. Uh, I don't know if she's like a fitness or like a power lifter or something like that, but like... Speaking of cosplay, how would you like to figure out a way to do our cosplay review after New York Comic Con? Oh, yeah, we got to figure that out for sure. I, I think I, I think I cracked the code. That's the only reason I'm mentioning it. In All the right. Show. Okay. So, I'm in. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it offline, but that's something to look forward to. Uh, it's the best part of every con. How do you think Thor's going to do? I think it's going to do wonderfully. I think Thor is going to take off, and it's going to make it's going to have legs. It's going to keep making money week after week. I think they're going to come out. I think it's going to be wow, that was fun. Yeah, I think they've really cracked it on how to do that. Finally, speaking of Thor, did you read his uh, Generations? I still haven't even read the Hawkeye one. I'm getting like so bad. The Generations are not coming out well. A lot of people are like, "What the fuck are these?" (laughs) Like at first, I was just like, "All right, whatever." It's just a, a little fluff piece. Yeah. And then, like, it got to the last couple pages, and they tried to do this, like, giant reveal. Like, if you haven't read it, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but, like... I'm not reading it. <laughs> are you positive you're not going to read it? One million percent. I'll probably read okay. Hawkeye Generations, and that's the only Generations I'm touching. So, I'm going to spoil this for you, then. Uh, spoil away. It's bad. It's really bad. So, just brace Love yourself. Love it. Can't wait. The end... They, the whole time they had... It's, like, Pastor before he was worthy from Mjolnir. So oh, of course. So, they had him trying to pick up the hammer. And, uh... So... After he gets back from his little adventure, Odin scolds him for for constantly going to Earth and meddling in, in human affairs. And then you see him, you see Odin in space, and he's talking to someone. And he's talking about, it's clearly a woman. He's talking about how much he loved her, and he wishes they could figure out how to be together again. And they pull out, and the reveal is the woman he's talking to is the phoenix. And they have, like, a flashback oh, splash page of him and the Phoenix, like, making out, and Odin's holding Mjolnir. And it's, like, young Odin. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wherever this is headed, it's not good. Yikes. I think, like, your your best case scenario... your I'm sorry, your worst case scenario is that we find out Thor's mother is actually the Phoenix. That's terrible. That's your worst case. Look, she hates it. Yeah, it's very that's upsetting. a terrible reveal. I'm interested to see what Brian thinks about it. I, still, I think he started to say it's not very good. Still the greatest misstep in Marvel history is when they didn't do Phoenix, the Phoenix Bird versus Shallow the Undying in Avengers versus X-Men. Was that a thing? It, so when they did like Avengers versus X-Men um, <laughs> and like the Phoenix, all the Phoenix people were there, like uh, I think they grab Hope. They take Hope Summers, and Danny Rand takes her, and he's like, I know where you'll be safe. And he takes her to, to Kun Lun. Yeah. And you're just like, and, like, there he, like, I guess he starts teaching her how to fight, but, like, all he's talking about is, like, Shao Lao. And, like, and then, like, you start to talk about, like, the awakening of the dragon and everything like that. I'm like, holy shit, is this going to be a fucking thing? And, like, you keep turning <laughs> the page, you're like, is this really going to happen? And, like, it never, <laughs> it never materialized. But, like, that would have been fucking amazing to see, like, I the dragon versus the Phoenix. shit out of that. Yeah, I was, like, I was all in. I was like, this is the fucking best thing I've ever seen. And, like, they, at the last second, they were like, mm, no, hard fart. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, that would have been a great end to that I, fucking... You know what, you should have known it wasn't going to happen because of the way Marvel's being written these days yeah <laughs> it was really stupid that was like peak cyclops being an asshole the area too old old cyclops like, yeah like phoenix, cyclops? like phoenix cyclops where like oh. he just like was this before or after he killed professor x uh i think it was after yeah i'm trying to remember i'm pretty sure it was after but <sighs> oh so fucking bad and like i think this is right around the time like the oh because it's like the phoenix five or whatever all come around yeah. And, like, Namor's on it. So. It was weird, but, like, that was the big... That was, like, the subtle hints they were laying for you. And I'm like, if I get to see the fucking dragon versus the phoenix, I'm so into this. <laughs> and I would second, forgive like, them for a lot of shit. If they, if they I would literally, yeah, I would literally still be, like, flying Marvel flags in my house. I'd be like, that was the <laughs> best thing ever. <laughs> it's like, who cares that Odin fucked the phoenix? Did you see when the phoenix like, watched Shao Lao? That was fucking awesome. 
<laughs> oh, it was uh, fucking, it was rad. It was, it was, I mean, it was a cool concept that Danny was like, I, I'll take you where the Phoenix can't get you. Cause like, I guess like it was hint that like the Phoenix can't find Shao Lao or whatever, but yeah. Would you like, I would pay good money to see the Phoenix try and get in the Kunlun. Yeah. I would have loved it. It would have like, if they should rewrite it now, I would love to see the Phoenix <laughs> fight Shao Lao. The lost pages yeah. of Avengers versus he just, X-Men. He just fucking comes out and he's like, all right, let's, let's throw down. This is it. But, uh, yeah. Damn. That's a terrible Generations book. That, we're talking about Iron Fist, you want to talk about how bad Defenders was? It was okay. It was bad. Don't I, defend this. Uh, I give it... Don't a, stick up for it. I give it a 7 out of 10. Oh my god, you're way more forgiving than me. You're more forgiving than Brian. I enjoyed Brian it. is full-on sour about this series. Mm. I enjoyed it for what it was. There was a lot of limitations Stop. put on it. Um, she doesn't agree with you. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really wasn't. My problem started with the opening five minutes. Yikes. Yeah, right, That's because it opened on Danny. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Well, partly, yeah. So, the end of both Danny and Luke's series had like major character turns for these guys like they also had very good chemistry together i will say i'm all on that sure fine it's okay uh huge huge problems danny finds out in fucking china that the doors to kunlun are closed (coughs) and he might not be able to get back and like the hand might have gotten in and luke cage gets sent all the way down south to do time for his crimes yeah and it's like the showrunners were like, yeah, well, we need everybody in New York, so uh, we're just going to put them on a plane for the first five minutes. Yeah, they kind of glossed over a lot of things. And I guess with the shortened format, um, that was to be ex- expected. The f- I mean, they were Dude. they were fucked. Dude. They were fucked from the beginning because they, they decided to build off of Iron Fist, which was a terrible show. And if they wanted to play it smart, they could have, like, the hand was just overplayed. It was oversaturated, and, like, you just hear too much of it. Um, and, again, this it's been a problem in a lot of the shows. Like, the highlight comes from, like, the middle of the show, not the end. Like, that corporate fight is the... Is That's far not away. even the middle, though. That's episode three. It's literally the best. It's almost the middle. It's three it's, out of eight. <laughs> it's fine. The CG on that punch into uh, uh, Electra's sword is... Horrendous! Yeah. It's downright fucking awful. Uh, there needs to be a there needs to be a total, and I think that's what they're planning with reborn with uh, uh, born again, the the Daredevil next season. But like, yeah, it's tough. It's not. And again, they're hampered by like Iron Fist wasn't great. No, no, it wasn't. The back end of Luke Cage wasn't great, and these are the shows they're building. And again, it it should. It showed, and from what you saw, that like Jessica Jones was the best. Danny, uh, Charlie Cox, Charlie Cox outacted the shit out of everyone in every scene. Everyone, everybody. Like, He's the only one that's an actual character. Yeah, like the Aside Daredevil. From, actually, I'll give Jessica. Jessica's the Daredevil. Of a the Daredevil and Jessica Jones casts, ensembles included, just like murdered every scene they were in. Yep. And everyone yep. else was terrible. And there was like this weird scene where Trish and uh, uh, Karen. We're just like staring at a map, and it didn't make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, which I think was the map from Luke Cage. Like, why would that still be I, up? I don't know, but like, I think it, it was really bizarre, and I just, I don't know, man. Like, mm-hmm. there was this really weird scene towards the end where Luke and Danny and Jessica are getting out of the building, and they're about to go back for Matt, and the SWAT team comes in. They're like, "You're coming out with us," and and Luke is like, "I'm sorry, I can't let that happen again." And then they just like stroll out with the SWAT team, like nothing. Like, Luke, what were you talking about, man? Yeah. He's definitely in violation of some kind of parole. (laughs) Fucking sense. And then, like, the second Madam Gao squared up to have a fight scene, I was like, I'm out. I just, I can't fucking do this anymore. It it hurts. If they revealed her to be Crane Mother, I'd be okay with it, but, like, made no sense. None of it made sense. None. No fucking sense at all. It it hurt, man. It really, really hurt. But, like, they alluded to that, too, though. Didn't she, wasn't she talking to Danny at one point? She was like, when I nursed you back to health. And they, like Danny said, they I was made saved by the like, order of the crane mother. Yeah, like, they made some, like, again, had, all he had to do was just, like, should have just taken the seeds from the first Daredevil 
and be like, this is from another rival city. This is from, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and the then Black Sky is their, their immortal, weapon. immortal weapon. Yeah, it would have perfect. It would have fit in perfectly. Yeah, like, no, yeah, because Gal flat out says, when we found you, we killed your mom and we took you. We yeah. Killed it's just like... He says exactly that. <laughs> so his mom was still alive. That's, Finn, somehow she got flung out of a plane. There's... Oh, God, there's like... I mean, Finn, Finn Jones, like, they got some of his characterization right with Danny, like... That he's supposed to be like a naive kind of like yeah. that he would be dumb enough to walk into a boardroom. Full yeah, of he he would be, be like, absolutely. Hey guys, look out for me. He would be absolutely dumb enough to do it. Yeah, that would be him, and like he'd be the one that's like, let's team up. Like that would be him, and that's cool. Yeah. But like, it doesn't entirely work. No, not at all. But I I mean I will say like when not with Finn Jones it doesn't. Like when Luke like crashed that wall, I was like. What? <laughs> I was like, it's on. I was like, yes. But, yeah. There's a random hip hop track, and like. Oh, that threw me. That the... threw me so hard. It yeah. didn't fit with. They no. had all this, like, epic music building up, like, this orchestral shit. It was so literally like. Boom, like it and was like, like when Vanilla Ice starts singing the ninja rap. Yes. But not as amazing. But worse. Because <laughs> it didn't fit. It didn't have that, like, tongue in cheek no. bit about yeah. it at all. Oh, it was such a, like, a random. And I guess it was supposed to, like, underline, like, Luke Cage is finally, like, letting go and is, like, he's going to be Power Man here. But, like, it didn't make any sense. No, because it showed the whole team. Yeah. So, like, like if, they, if they were just, like, if everyone was cornered and then Luke, again, crashed through the wall or whatever and started knocking ninja heads together. Yep. Then I would get it because it would be like, oh, shit, Luke's on a rampage. Like, and, and it would make a lot of sense. But it, it wasn't. Like, the, it was intercut with, like, ninja flips and shit from Matt and, and oh, yeah. you know... It was half half hearted casual backfists from Jessica and I don't know, man. It didn't make any sense. None of it made any fucking sense. Wasn't all right. It was a six out of ten. I won't. I won't go that. I won't go. Yeah, I'm talking you down. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna get you to. I'm gonna get you to a five. It was like like, it, it was nice to see everyone on screen and like bashing heads and getting thrown down. Um. Here's here's story let, let, was a let mess. Let me propose like some small changes that would have really elevated the first half for all of us. Okay. If the first half was you didn't even see Danny, maybe you just saw that first scene and that was it. But if the first couple episodes was entirely focused on Jessica getting into legal trouble with Matt and Foggy busting Luke out of jail, like it was actually a little bit of drama there. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like, hey, don't worry. Uh, your boy Jerry Hogarth took care of shit. Man, they kind of sweep a lot of it on the road. Hold on, wait. I'm not done. The three of them get together. And then they get cornered by the hand. And they're all getting their shit fucked up. Just to have Danny come in and bust them the fuck out. Yeah, and he I agree with ruins, that. he ruins like dozens of ninjas. Yeah. With no effort whatsoever. But that, would, re- that would require a whole new casting and a whole new fight choreography because he can't pull that off. <laughs> no, he absolutely can't. No. But the thing is, it would set up, it would it would validate the importance of Danny Rand as a character, of the Iron Fist as a, a symbol. Are you mean you didn't get that from Danny Rand saying, I'm the Immortal Iron Fist? 700 fucking times? Yeah, of, I didn't, I didn't need that. I, I didn't need that. Are you sure? Because, like, he said it a couple times. Jesus Christ. But, it was like, very show, subtle. Like, I don't know if you picked it, up on it. They've, they've had this thing, though, but, like, it's, it's right, though. They've had this thing for a while now where they tell you and they don't show you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they're just yeah. like, oh, well, that, that shit's very important. That shit is super important. That guy's very strong, and this one is very fast. I and agree. Just, just take my word for it. Just, yeah. It's okay. And by all accounts, the Iron Fist should be, like, the nuclear bomb answer. Like, he should be the guy that, like, is the... He's a weapon. He's literally there to, to like, kick ass and Kill shoot bubblegum. Yeah. And, yeah. like, they just never allude to it because in every scene, he's just getting fucking pounded on. Yep. And like it never makes any sense. Like he should he should walk through everyone in the room. Like yeah. look, I was partially excited when him and Matt went at it in that warehouse, but that's just because I knew they weren't gonna have the real fucking the real Iron Fist would walk right through Matt. Yeah, he walk would right I mean he would, through him. Daredevil would probably hang for a little while, but like there's no way he would eventually there's no way he would lose. It should have taken all three of them to hold him down. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he should not. He should never have been like. No one should have ever landed a punch on him. Is how nope. skilled he should be. But nope. uh, they were like they mischaracterized him, and like he's just like like I don't even know what the fuck. He's just that a dude who kind of knows kung fu. Like yeah, like were they in, in Kunlun? 
underground at some point through that door, or was it? Are they trying to hint that like this is fucking Westeros and there's dragons everywhere? Like, what was that end scene? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. So uh, the best the best statement I read about it, and I'm quoting an IGN, I'm more or less quoting an IGN review out of memory here, is this show was about what? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, this show is <laughs> it's the catisode. Things are things are deteriorating rapidly here. It's all right. We're at the hour mark, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a day. A show soon. But uh, anyway, this the the review said this show is about the defenders. The the people in the Marvel universe who are supposed to handle street level crime. That's murderers, rapists, robbers, and general you know thuggery. And by the finale. You have them fighting an army of undead zombie ninjas in the middle of a ribcage of a dead dragon in a subterranean cave in New York City. Yep. How the fuck did we get here? Yeah. What they should have done, ultimately, is make Wilson Fisk the we bad guy been, for this. Yeah. And that was Brian's call. Brian said that a long Everything should have been building up to literally a floor-by-floor floor fight through Fisk Tower. <laughs> hallway by hallway. Oh, hallway, literally, <laughs> hallway by hallway to the very top where they have to fight like Electra or something. Like that's how it should have gone down. Yeah, but like this just didn't make any sense. Nope, not even a little. But it's still a six out of ten for me. Oh no, Greg, bring it down. Char- Charlie Cox alone, man. He just like literally him and him and him and uh, whatever whatever her face is were the girl really plays good. Electra. No, she. I mean, she Karen? was terrible. She was terrible. She was pretty bad. <laughs> she was Karen? better than. No. You want to talk about what a waste Sigourney Weaver, Weaver was? Oh man! Again, they did. Like, it again. Why did she even show up? What was the yeah. point? No, they they blew it again. Marvel's just like, let's get great casting and then fucking kill them. <laughs> okay. After they do nothing. Yeah. I don't understand her motivations through anything. Her, her motivation was to not die, which, congratulations, if that's a motivation, then you and I have motivation. Like, your secret, your secret to life was bone marrow from a dragon bone? Like, that's it? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, make it a five. Make it a five. Come on. Give it a five and a half. That, that and Bakudo came back for no fucking oh, reason. Oh, yeah, no. Bakudo coming back makes it a five for me. <laughs> yes! I hated that fucking character. Oh, he was such a pile of dog Oh, we shit. did it, baby. Not only that, but they introduced White Hat just to immediately yeah. cut his head off. Yeah, I didn't know who that guy was supposed to be. I don't know either. I was like, oh, maybe this guy's going to be like a villain in season two of Luke. Nope. <laughs> nope. They killed They killed Stick after turning him into just a grumpy old exposition machine. Yeah. Come on, it's a five. It's a five. Bakudo, oh, Bakudo alone makes it a five for me, that motherfucker. Oh, so you might be four and a half at the death. so fucking bad. You know what I said to Jared that... that I felt like I'm the only person in the world who remembers uh, that they introduced Stone at the end of season one. Yeah, of no, I remember Stone they, a lot. And they've done and fucking they nothing never said it. anything about Stone. They just were like, oh, the chased. They're all dead now. And you're like, oh, okay. Stone. That would have been informative like five seasons ago. Yeah, that would have been nice. Oh man, it's like they took nothing from Daredevil that made this all so good and just went off of Iron Fist. It was the only part of it that made sense was Daredevil. Yeah, but and then the they were like, the... "Hey, how can we take this and fuck it?" Yeah, and I don't just mean fuck it; I mean like Barry Allen with the timeline. Fuck it! Like, yeah. I want this thing to be unrecognizable by the time it's done. How can we do that? Well, we can introduce another faction of the hand and have them just be the regular hand. So many factions, time. so many hands, but they're all the same hand. All the same hand, and somehow in, they have like in, a secret... in defenders. It's just like they're just like, oh no, they're just the same one. Like they're a like... secret training compound in Central Park or some bullshit. Kudo spent half a season of Iron Fist explaining that his hand isn't really the hand. Yeah. It's just an offshoot. Just an offshoot. That goes that to war doesn't... with the hand. So also doesn't like Madame Gao, but is still cool with Madame Gao because they're part of the same hand. None of it makes any fucking sense. No, it really doesn't. And then apparently all these fingers of the hand have this relationship where they constantly try to assassinate each other, but like they just they still have lunch every once in a while. Yeah, no, the overarching stories were a fucking disaster. You know what else is a disaster? My baby's diaper, so we got to end this. Yikes! I can feel her shitting in it. All right. Well, well, on that on that lovely note. (laughs) She's making a defenders. Oh, oh, Iron Fist, I accept. All right. Tell the people where they can find us, Bobby. For now, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Is everyone... Is SoundCloud still around? Is which one? Is SoundCloud still around? 
So for now, all right, we're going to talk about that in a second when we get off. Nice. Uh, and uh, what's the other shit? Oh, so you can find us on Facebook at Awfully Salty, Salty Pod on Twitter, and awfullysalty.tumblr.com, I think. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. We're back, baby. Back bye. to a regularly scheduled programming. Uh, Later. Bye. Bye.